Welcome to Bite Sized Benefits. We're here to conquer benefits confusion for the everyday employee who is sick of insurance jargon and complicated concepts and fed up with feeling taken advantage of by the insurance industry. Let's tackle some typically confusing benefits topics and turn them into digestible bite-sized nuggets, empowering you to make the most of your healthcare. This episode digs deep into that benefits package of yours to one of the lesser known and lesser talked about, but also one of the tremendously advantageous options you have your dependent care FSA. Now, before you tune out in the name of not having any kids, here's an important fast fact about the dependent care FSA. You can enjoy the tax savings from eligible adult daycare expenses too. Let's take a step back for a second to get a better idea as to what this account is in general. Here's the skinny. Many of us pay for our kids to attend preschool, summer day camp, and before or after school programs, and many of us have in-home childcare as well. Additionally, many of us cover our parents or in-laws on our taxes and pay for various adult daycare services too, or maybe your spouse is physically or mentally impaired and needs custodial support. But very few of us understand that you could receive significant tax savings by enrolling in your company-sponsored Dependent Care FSA program. Think about how expensive those dependent care expenses are, and think about how much those late pickup fees cost you. Now, imagine receiving an average about 30% of tax savings on all those expenses. I bet you're listening now. Here's how it works. First, It's important to note that enrollment into this type of benefit occurs primarily during your company's annual open enrollment, but also if you have a qualifying mid-year change. For example, maybe you have a baby, congratulations, and you know you'll need to arrange for daycare when you return to work. You'd have 30 days to notify your HR team that you'd like to make this change to your benefits package. But if it's not open enrollment, and you're not experiencing a qualified event, you'll need to wait until your enrollment opportunity opens up again to join the program. Next, I'd recommend you confirm that your facility or provider is considered a qualified expense. I've included a link in the episode resources, which helps determine what types of dependent care services are deemed eligible, but the rule of thumb is that the services are required because you are working and therefore unable to care for your dependents or you're looking for work, your children must be under the age of 13 to qualify, and an adult must have lived with you for at least half of the plan year to qualify. So just to clear the air here, your Friday night date night babysitter unfortunately will not qualify, but Your nanny, who takes care of the kids while you're at work, likely does. Now that you've determined you have eligible dependent care expenses, you'll want to figure out how much you want to contribute to your dependent care account for the upcoming year to a maximum of $5,000. That's set by the IRS. It's important to note that the $5,000 maximum is a household maximum meaning you could not decide to contribute $5,000 to your company's plan and your spouse do the same with their company plan. 
These contributions will essentially be reimbursing your out-of-pocket dependent care expenses. And the contributions are tax-free, meaning you're reaping those tax savings. Now, as you consider how much you want to contribute, here are a few things you'll want to think through. Number one, about how much do you pay over the course of the year towards these types of expenses? In most cases, you're likely paying well over $5,000. So you'd probably want to consider contributing up to the maximum to receive the maximum amount of tax savings. Secondly, keep in mind that the total annual amount that you contribute, so in this case, $5,000, is taken out of your paycheck on a per pay period basis. You won't have all $5,000 taken out right off the bat. If you're paid weekly or biweekly, simply divide your total contribution by the number of paychecks you have each year to figure out how much comes out each paycheck. And finally, we will talk about the logistics of this account in just a little bit, but you can use what you have accumulated so far, meaning if you have $150 coming out of each paycheck and you've been paid twice this year, you'll only have access to 300 of your total annual dollars, even if your childcare bill is $500. More on that in a second. Now that you've confirmed your expenses are IRS qualified and you've finalized your total contribution amount, it's time to spend that money and enjoy your savings. Your dependent care FSA vendor likely has some paperwork to complete at the beginning of the year, but after that, you just collect the receipt and supporting documentation related to the expense, submit using the mobile app or online employee portal, and boom, you'll be reimbursed with non-tax dollars. So to summarize this goodness, you're already paying a lot of money for daycare or preschool or in-home custodial services. Why not enroll in a free program to save on taxes for those expenses? Depend on Dependent Care FSA at your next enrollment opportunity and take one more step towards becoming a savvy benefits consumer. So there you have it, folks. We can conquer benefits confusion together, one bite-sized episode at a time. From your friends here at One Digital, be well, everyone.